This episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 25, and we are live at Nerdtacular. Wow, there's a lot of nerd parents here. This is awesome. Uh, I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo. Um, with me, we have a great panel of parents. We have the lovely Cleo joining. Hello, Internet. How are you today? Uh, my name is Carrie, and I have three children. My daughter Sarah is 14, my daughter Eden is 12, and my son Colin is four. And then we also have the wonderful Eric Mailer. Hello. Mahler. Mahler. Ah, uh, see, I messed. I, I slipped. Right. I slipped. It's okay. <laughs> I have a one-year-old named Thaddeus, and I have a seven-year-old named Colette. And, and that's my deal. Yeah. And he also does a podcast as well called yes. Mr. Mom Daily. I do Mr. Mom Daily yeah. every weekday. So, and I myself, I forgot to mention, I have a, a two-year-old son named Mateo, and uh, we do this every week, uh, and we come together just to kind of commiserate and share stories, and it's almost like group therapy in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a very special guest. At the last minute, I drug him up here on the stage, Mr. Scott Fletcher. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have uh, three daughters. Uh, Kara is 13, Morgan's 11, and Sophie's 9. Three, uh, they're two years apart, so I really all I have to do is remember one of their ages. And then <laughs> the rest then I do, do the, the math. math. Yeah. Nice. Yes, sir. So I always found it really interesting. So when I had my son, Mateo, I, I looked to other, other parents for inspiration, guidance, and this really is how this show was, was born. And I'm always fascinated to talk with other parents and how they deal with certain situations. Um, What we like to do on pretty much every episode is we go through our ups and downs because, you know, there's good times and there's bad times. And it's okay to talk about the bad times because we learn stuff, right? Um, So we're going to do the same thing on this episode. Um, uh, One of the inspirations for me, for my... It's kind of an up and a down, so it's kind of combined... Uh, I traveled last week with a two-year-old on a plane, <laughs> so dun, dun, dun. so I see I do see some parents with the little ones here. So yeah, we're we're on the same page, right? <laughs> I'd like to note for the audience that every adult in here is nodding up and down. <laughs> like, yep, airplane uh, two-year-old. Yep. Yep. So when I go in the airport, so I used to travel for a living, and I spent about twelve years, and I and at the time I didn't have any children, and I always found it. It never annoyed me, but it was always interesting to see how the whole event happened. And even today, I marvel at the families that have two plus, and there's like one person. I'm like, how are you doing this? How is it happening? Um, Because my big, big down was um, Mateo had a huge meltdown on the plane and pretty much pissed off the entire (laughs) airplane. So we had our moment, but he, I tried to time it during his nap time, and eventually he did fall asleep. But it was just that you moment you where you just, you just want to just hide. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of parents aim for that. They're like, <laughs> we're going on an airplane, Tylenol, Benadryl, nap time, yes. And you're in the lobby with all the kids, and they're starting to freak out, and everyone on the plane's going, son of a bitch, four hours, <laughs> four hours with this kid screaming yeah. the whole way there. And about ten minutes in, the plane goes silent, everyone goes, yes. <laughs> because they've managed it. But there are those moments so where you get the kids in the plane. And you mentioned Benadryl. Yeah. And I, on the way back, for a minute, 
considered it. Yeah. But then, you know, doing my research, I'm like, it's going to be my luck because Benadryl doesn't always work. Yeah. And you're not you supposed up. to medicate your kids. Oh, I'm either. a big fan of that. Anybody's wondering, big oh fan of medication right here. That's but, why we travel with one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Never leave home without it. Full of bread. Some kids have the opposite effect where it hypes them up. And I was like, there's no way I'm even going to chance it. And, and thankfully, um, again, timed it during his nap, and he slept the entire way home. So that was my up. On the way out, down. On the way back, up. up. Gotcha. The problem that I had is he realized what planes were and what they were for, and he wanted to go home really badly because we had been gone for a week. He tried to get on a plane to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> and when I wouldn't let him on the plane meltdown <laughs> and I learned the wonderful place which is called the family bathroom and I utilized it I'm like okay you want to have your meltdown we're going to go into the family bathroom and he had his little meltdown and I, I'm standing there going they're probably thinking I'm killing my kid <laughs> because he's just screaming and screaming and screaming yeah. so uh, have you had any nightmare travel experiences because I, I haven't yet attempted a car ride with him longer than two hours. Yeah, I, I would just like to first say that every other parent on that plane and in the waiting room knew that it wasn't going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all saying, hey, hey, sister, glad it's you and not us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, we get it. You poor well, we thing. get it. We totally so, get it. So much sympathy yeah, <laughs> in people's uh, eyes. So uh, new parents are all, always concerned that they're going to upset the entire plane, but all the other parents on the plane are just glad that it's not them. Yeah. 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 Well, you hear, you hear <laughs> stories about parents giving out goodie bags and you know, saying, "I'm sorry, we're traveling with you know little ones." I'm like, I don't have time to make no goodie bags. No, nope. like, what? I pass out Tylenol to everyone on the yeah. plane before I do that. <laughs> Tylenol, small bottles of scotch. Sorry. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> I can do. We haven't plane. had any, I would say, problems. My kids, I'm lucky they travel very well. Um, but we travel with a lot of stuff. So when we walk up to the gate, everyone goes, "Oh God, we're never going to get on the plane," because we have to do. There's, I have traveled with all three of my kids on my own, which was dumb. But and it's better when my husband comes along because I can just send him in and out of the plane with a kid in a wheelchair and then the this. But none of our stuff, most of the stuff can't go underneath the plane. Right. But her wheelchair has to go as cargo. Oh. So you have to kind of, some stuff stays in the jetway, some stuff stays. Right. Two car seats. Um, for the most part, we have just found that electronics is your lifesaver. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. just Charge the iPad. Charge the iPads, the Vitas, anything you can, I, and bring it with I you. I will actually withhold the iPad for a number of days before the trip. So he's clamoring so it's, for it. Yeah, he's and, clamoring for it. Um, on the last show, I said I downloaded a whole bunch of new apps for him, and they were awesome. So the Dr. Panda series is great. There's so many little Dr. Panda apps, and he, he latched on to... A beauty styling one. Yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. So he's painting toenails of these pigs, and he's like, pig! And he's. I'm going to send him some pictures. Hilarious. Photoshop the so funny. So, so, yeah, the apps um, yeah. were really That has big. been our biggest thing, with the young one in particular, because he's kind of a. Boys are just energy dipped in dirt for the most part. <laughs> and he just wants, he wants something to do when you yeah. make him sit still. So we just give him an iPad or something like a Vita that he can play with and keep himself entertained. Yeah. And the oldest one is at the age now where she's like, just sleep because I don't get to do that. <laughs> and uh, even just sits in the chair and looks out the window. She's and like, hey, She doesn't mind. Yeah. Car rides can be a little different because with, after about two hours in a car with her, we drove to St. Louis. And we have driven um, straight through from Kansas City all the way to Boston which is 24 hours straight through. And we did that when my son was seven months old. 
with Eden, mm. who at the time was 10, and my oldest was in the back asleep, ignoring everyone else. <laughs> but the two little ones, that I don't think I'd do that again. I'd, I'd rather take the four-hour flight than yeah. I would do the 24-hour drive ever again. That sounds that was crazy. That was just stupid on my part. But Well, even traveling in a car now from when we were young, like yeah. I was telling a story earlier, my dad was a, like... We would go to Florida every once every few years, and he would drive 24 hours straight to Florida. And yeah. he would just we had a station wagon. He put it. He would fill it full of pillows. Give us a couple car bingo things, and just drive. And yeah. we, it was just there. And that was how we got it around. Yeah, just bouncing around. Yeah, you get about halfway there, and you're just at that point. If you're driving, which is usually me, yeah. it's just get me there, get me there, get me there. I'm not going to stop again. There's right. no way I'm getting out and getting you guys more hamburgers. Hell no, gas pedal. You Drive know. through. Yeah. So as you're planning your trip, you're thinking about where you're going to be, hotel room, and all that. Right. And you, you make sure you have the kids, but sometimes new parents don't really consider taking making sure their kids have something new and novel to yeah. do on the trip. And one of my favorite things about doing the trip was uh, my parents would buy you know, the new coloring book and mm-hmm. you know, the games and the, the whatever, and I couldn't even look at them until we got in the car. And even then, it was a couple hours in when right. they finally gave in and cracked right. open the You're the screaming so loud. They're like, stuff. here, take them, yeah. take so, them. Trouble, bingo. So whenever I got bored with the thing I had, I don't know if I did it on purpose or not, but I'd start acting up, and they'd just throw another thing at me. <laughs> I think secretly they hoped they had enough things to throw at me to, to make it all the way to where we were going. How long till um, we're there? I don't know. We're going to run out. Yeah. yeah. And I remember no air, I mean, no air conditioning, and uh, oh, yeah. oh, cramped in between oh, the three suitcases gosh. in the back, and um, I think the car was steam-powered. <laughs> it was a long time ago. But uh, now, yeah, we crack open the, the iPad app. Yeah. Or the, the new games that they don't get to play until sure. they go on the trip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do, do, do your kids have any favorite ones? Games? Yeah. I don't know. The 13-year-old's 13 going on 18. So she's listening to the, the moody teenage oh, girl yes. music. So she's fine. Just don't touch me. All got the earbuds. Yeah. Tweeting, probably. I don't know what she's doing <laughs> on that thing. Uh, but the 9-year-old uh, is only happy if she's poking the 11-year-old and... You know, there's some fighting going on, and then the next minute they're playing each other. Yeah, it's an app. It's uh, Poke Your Sister. So Uh, I got a a small little insight in what it would be like to have another kid with my, with uh, so Mateo getting a sibling, because we got a new puppy, and the puppy won't leave Mateo alone. So it's like, don't touch me. Leave me alone. Stop licking my butt. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new thing, because when Mateo won't put on his underwear, I'm like, Sansa's going to come in here and lick your butt. You better put on your underwear. <laughs> Mark's walking around with no pants on for a couple of days. <laughs> Sansa. Yeah, we named our dog Sansa after, of course, Sansa Stark because she has red, she's red Doberman. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Sorry, if I, I don't know if he's going to get a sibling is what I'm saying. I'm stuck on that. <laughs> Wendy? Where do I go Wendy Dunford, are you in the building? <laughs> you might have a future client. <laughs> So let's go down the line. You got any anything um, fun to share? My up would be that I am here without my children, yeah. which is probably not fair for this particular yeah. podcast. But I I never get out without at least one of the little Klingons attached to me. Never. And for me to get out here was a big deal. I I couldn't bring them. The plan was to bring them. Um, and as most of the audience knows, one of my kids has special needs. She can't come over seven thousand feet. 
So we were planning to bring her, and then the doctor put the kibosh on that. So I said, husband, stay home and take care of the children. So he's been doing that, and as far as I know, everyone's alive and well. I haven't heard to the, to the opposite, uh, and I don't want to go investigating because yeah. I'll start hearing things I won't like. But, um, you know, my biggest, my biggest fear about leaving them at home alone, it's hard for us to find babysitters and for us to do anything because we feel like we need nursing care for a lot of that. Um, and to rely on relatives is great. But they're not trained, you know, mm-hmm. should something happen to Eden, that they can really respond outside of 911. And there are some things that just can't wait for 911 to respond. So we don't tend to get out a lot. Um, when we do go, we typically travel as a family. And like I said, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So for me to come and do this every year is Aww. a great break for me. Oh, I get to drink beer and be stupid and just have a great time. <laughs> I'm not responsible for anything. Yeah, Stick I know I got it. heads on My stickers so watch someone out. got me. Um, yeah, exactly. But that's probably my effort this week is that I get to take that break which brings me back better to my children you know I get to go home and not be a little yeah. intense like I typically it's would be it's good to have me time yeah um, and my down would be probably that I have to leave very early uh, tomorrow after the show is over oh. I am oh. out of here I have a 9 o'clock flight oh. out of here at night and I am hitting Kansas City at 2 o'clock in the morning oh honey so um Everybody together. Sucks to be you. Yes. (laughs) Well, the flip side that's positive to that is I've been trying to get Eden into a clinic for two years, and I haven't been able to get her in, and I got an appointment Monday morning. Yay! So I went, I'm going. So I'll be exhausted and probably very crabby, but at least my child will be well taken care of. And there's a reason why your your Twitter name is Coffee, Please. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I And I haven't been able to drink a lot of coffee since I've been here. April, uh, Viking Glass is my roommate. And we were roommates last year, and she brought me a big bag of coffee and stuck it on my bed when I got here. And she's like, it's not ground. You can just eat the beans if you want to. And I went, don't count me out of that. I may go there. But that's, I mean, my up is definitely being here with friends that I don't get to see very often. And um, my down is that the kids can't be here to see it, too. But they'll get here eventually. So that's our hope. Mateo didn't come this year. Um, I think... I keep saying the next year, the next year, but yep. I think he might be ready because he's actually finally, finally starting to listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're getting to that age where I think next year I'll, I'll, I'll bring him. But I do a lot of work, so the babysitting thing is because they That's do have smart. babysitters here. Um, you can uh, hire private babysitters, so I might actually take him up on that next year. I would probably have to bring one with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't mind. I yeah. wouldn't mind bringing a relative and letting them see, you know, kind of this. It's beautiful. But. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would want to unleash my four-year-old uh, snowbird employee. <laughs> Where's my mom? Good luck. Where's my mom? She's downstairs. She said I could get her. No, stay upstairs. How about you, Eric? Uh, my up is much like it's that I'm here at Nertacular, and I got to meet all these cool people and Sorry. some uh, familiar faces and some new faces, and that's been a lot of fun. Uh, my down... I might get a little sappy. I apologize. Oh, uh, that's okay. I... Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a full-time parent, a stay-at-home dad, and I haven't been away from my son for the first year of his life for more than like an overnight stay oh, wow. at the grandparents. I didn't know that. I've barely been away from him for like a whole year, and so I'm kind of missing my oh. boy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm fine. Yeah. But, but you're like, I'm not that missing. That'll change. Yeah. Give it a give it another day. Yep. Give it another no, give it another thing. twelve hours. You'll be good. That's the thing. I'm I'm fully anticipating like in the next by the ne- end of the next few days, I'm just going to be like staring at pictures on the. Yeah. I you know people are making fun of me because I got an iPhone case of my son. That's I'm like, it's so cute. I gotta see him. I like to see my buddy. Yes, I'm one of those parents. So. 
But yeah, I mean, and, and then that's the thing is, I'm not just going to go home after the next few days. My wife and I are going on vacation. Oh, that's right. You got your vacation. As soon as we get out of here. That's good. And we're going to be gone for another, like, six days, so. So, so is it family that's watching Colette yeah, and Thaddeus? Yeah, my mom's uh, and my, yeah, the grandparents. Tag teaming. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna make We're it. We're all here. We're here so for you, Eric. It's fine. I know it's kind of silly, but I can't help it. Not silly but it's, at all. Uh, it's been totally worth it so far. Everyone's been Good real time. nice, and uh, it's been cool. Yeah. How about you, Scott? It's so fun watching new parents. I know, Love right? You're like, ah, you know. <laughs> Give it about 13 years, man. Uh, no, the uh, so the. Uh, the ops, my wife sitting in the back there, Christine, uh, and I make this trip every year. It's kind of our honeymoon because we never had an official honeymoon, so we have a little mini honeymoon every year to come out here, and it's, it's a real nice thing. Um, but we have three children now uh, and have for a while. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so one thing they don't teach you in uh, having baby school is when you decide how many children you're going to have, they all grow up. And they all cost an equal amount of money, so times three. So if we wanted to bring the kids out here, it'd be 600 times three just for their airfare and then food. And the food here is, you know, roughly $20 to $30 a meal times three. And uh, uh, we live, you know, we live that reality every day with cell phones. We spend... $3,000 $3,000 a year on cell phones oh, wow. for the family? Are you feeling better yet, Eric? Yes, I'm feeling better. So You're there's no shame in just having one. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to have five, ten, you better get your spreadsheet out and start yeah. just planning ahead. Now that we have two, we're like, okay, we were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're feeling. You know, you want enough in case one of them turns out terrible. You still got <laughs> You still have a couple to, yeah. to be okay one. and be proud of. One. Broke the first one. Let's make sure yeah. we get it right on the second one. Well, yeah. Yeah. The first one's a hot mess. Let's just work on the rest of them. So, that one's gone. So I hate BuzzFeed quizzes, but I came across one that I actually did, which was how many kids should you have? So I did the stupid quiz, and it says you should have one. I'm like, hey, BuzzFeed that? told me I should only have one. <laughs> BuzzFeed said I'm right. Brian Ibbitt's, an, isn't he an only? Yeah. Um, and Brian. he has. And you? Yeah. yeah how, how many people in here are only children? Raise your hand. Yay. One, two, three, four, five, six, 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 six. About 55,000 people in here <laughs> are only children. How's that no, math Roughly, what, got... 10% of the people here? Yeah. 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 It's okay, right? It's okay? Yeah. Is it working? I don't know. I'm still... <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't see any As I get further it. away from it, I find myself going, maybe. And then I'm like, eh, maybe not. I don't know. I think you get halfway through the, the little kid stage and you go... They're a little more independent. They can wipe their own butt. It's a bonus. <laughs> the dog can help out. Yeah. Um, they can get. If I say go get mommy a bottle of water, happens. It's like having a little sure surfing. water. Fantastic. That's exactly what yeah. the kid brings. I get them water. to bring me water. Yes. <laughs> mommy likes beer, daddy. Yes. Bring me my scotch, honey. It's, it's true. Whether you're a homosexual teenager or you're a parent, new parent, it gets easier. It does. It really it gets, gets better. Easier. Yeah. I, I just think you get through that little kid stage where there's all that high pressure to have with the infant, and I don't want to break it. Oh, I've been responsible for new life. And by the time you get to the third one, you're like, they're not eating dog food. <laughs> eating it off the floor, whatever, five-second rule. You're fine. It's all good. It's, it's yeah. weird how with the second kid, I noticed how I was, I mean, I wasn't like just, you know, hanging on to it like nothing. But it was, it was far less Much more afraid. Yeah, yeah, it was just chill. Like, I'm, good. I'm curious, how many new parents in the audience 
Got a few? Uh, They're well, in the back. Know, one kid, brand hiding. new, fresh, like it still has that new smell. You know what I'm fresh about? Baby. Yeah. There is a fresh baby there smell. There is fresh baby smell. Yeah. I like uh, that smell. I love it's that like smell. all their hair. I, uh, I, found, I found myself holding someone's baby, and I was like, smelling that. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Your scalp smells wonderful. Know. People know. It's not creepy at all, Nicole. It's good. weird. I've never smelled it anywhere else. Really? You yeah. smell the back of the baby's hair. Are oh, you alone in this? Don't babies have like their own kind of... No yeah. one's saying yeah. anything. No, they do. <laughs> they don't smell like con. They don't smell like convention yet. They haven't got con cred. Yeah, no, it's... Oh, man, that's right. It's con nice. Smell. It's like a... I don't know. It is, yeah, it yeah. is that new baby smell. Thank you. And it yeah. lasts about 5,000 miles. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. then no matter how many of those little uh, pine tree hangers you put on them, they never get that smell. No. Nope. nope. Never. And I guess I, my, my point is I actually do have a friend who has older kids. She has two and anytime she asks me, hey, how things are going? I'm like, oh, Mateo did this. And her response is always, and it's always through, like, email. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not helpful. What, what are you doing that's not helpful? And I find myself resenting, like, this virtual, like, back and forth I'm doing with her. I'm like, you need to help me. Give me advice. Give me something. That's really Sympathize with me. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's another the one. Worst. Yeah. It's yeah. the worst. Oh, these are the best times. <laughs> these are the no, best they're times. not. They'll be gone Enjoy before you know. You are a liar. <laughs> Two-year-old, that's the funnest age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off his own diaper and throws it around the house. It's fantastic. So Enjoy cute. it. It's great. Just disinfect everything. Wait till there's poop in there. Yeah, it'd be great. Right. Wait till he finds it. Oh, you haven't God. lived until you've had your daughter come out into the living room while you're watching TV. You thought the daughter was behind the couch, but really has been traipsing through the house. And she comes out, we're not wearing a diaper, and saying, Mommy, Mommy, points at, down the hallway. And you walk down the hallway, and you find what look like footsteps, as if it were from a murder oh, scene. No! And you start, you get into CSI mode, saying, okay, well, I guess the perpetrator walked this direction. I can see the footsteps. And then you go into the bedroom. Oh, sure enough, uh, there's, there's the, the splatter on the wall. And there are the fingerprints on the dresser. That must have happened here. <laughs> oh and then God. a week later, you actually find something else. Something else, else covered with DNA somewhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Enjoy. These are yes. the best These, times. They're, they're the best times. <laughs> My son is almost five, and he still will come out of the bathroom. He doesn't want to urinate like a typical man standing in front of the potty because he's a little intimidated, like a <laughs> bowl of water. So he will come out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles going, is my butt clean? And I'm like, look, you're starting school in a few weeks. You need to get it together. <laughs> get your pants up. Get your pants up and do like every respectable five-year-old. Don't wipe if you don't know how to do it. But just keep moving along because this is not going to work when you get to school. It may not work at school. You're yeah, I haven't found the crime scene. scene yet, Scott. I'll have him speak to the girls. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we also, we, we do a number of things. Was there any, do you have anything else you want to share? No, those were the ups and downs. Yeah, yeah ups yeah. and downs. Yeah. Um, so we do some toddler translations, and I saved a few of Mateo. I, I had him saying some geeky stuff. So we're going to quiz our wonderful panel here. Don't look, because I don't want you to... We're going to need help, so feel free to cheat. <laughs> so we'll see. Let's see what Mateo is saying. Um, he's been a chatterbox. His vocabulary, I mean, pretty much can just ask him to say anything, including the, the words I don't want him to say. Uh, <laughs> I'll get those immediately. Yeah. <laughs> feel free to I, I had some fun stories about that one. I'm like, oh, he's mimicking awesome 
so, all right, so here, let's put up the audio a little bit so you can hear. Let's see if you can guess what he's saying here. It's three words from a movie. Oh, you can't hear it. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> that was good. So I watched tra- I watched uh, Terminator <laughs> the night before. Hey, okay, let's all be back. All right, here's another Give one. Me for- Give me your clothes. Give me your clothes. Is my butt clean? <laughs> yeah, that's my son. Yep. <laughs> here's yeah. another one for you. This one's really. This is going to be a hard one. He's saying he's saying the same word multiple times. Why? 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 No. 1930. Scary. Well, not. It's not that scary of a movie. From the 80s. This is the trivia part why, of the why, why. He's saying Mogwai. Oh! <laughs> why, why, why? Yeah, now I hear it. And then finally, he says this to me every night when we read the, the, the books. Abandoned. Aslan lives. Aslan lives. <laughs> yeah, he's saying I'm Batman because oh, he is the knight. Yes. That was good. So we have oh. a we have a DC board Batman book that he, he comes I'm up to me Batman. and says I'm Batman. Let's I'm hear, Batman. Let's hear that again. Aslan lives. Batman. So there's he's a sweeter Batman. version of the knight. Yeah. So we love. I love the taller translations and and listeners send those in all the time. And if you're listening to this, uh, you can send them to me at nerdparents at gmail.com. I, get I actually have a few um, that I'm going to play on the next show. Sweet. So I'm getting my... Uh, we got a question. Oh, we got a question. Do you... Oh, uh, I don't think he's heard me say I'm Batman. Uh, I'm sure he will one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really cute. But if you've lived through... So let me... How do I phrase this? Uh, when a toddler says something, it's usually because it's important. And you can't understand what it is that that toddler is wanting. That moment, that most important thing to that toddler in that moment, it becomes a crisis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fifford, Fifford, Fifford. What does that mean? Fifford, Fifford. Use your words. Show me the dog. Yeah. Days go by. Yeah. When we, yeah. we can't figure it out, and she will not let it go. Fifford. What does Fifford mean? Blanket. It's you critical. Fifford. Well, no, it's Clifford the big red dog. Oh. <laughs> she wants to watch Fifford. it on the TV that's up there. Oh. So every, uh, everyone has that story. And, um, yeah. We had the, a similar experience um, when I was, we had a family reunion. And he was going nonstop for three hours, climbing and playing. I'm like, I got to get this boy a nap. So I put him in the car. We're driving, and he's like, screaming, crying, just melting down. And he kept on saying, "Dudes, dudes, dudes!" And just, and I'm like, "What are you?" He just wanted me to take his shoes off. The minute I took his shoes off. He went to sleep. Oh. I was like, for 15 minutes, he's saying shoes to me, and I don't know he's saying shoes. It's even worse, I think, when they don't have the words. Yeah. But they're so frustrated. Eden will get like that in the car, and she's just going, and we're going, oh, God, something's wrong. Fix the kid. And Aaron's, I'm like, drive the car. I'm working on it. And I'm trying to climb through the back of the van, and, and she'll just be moving in her seat, and we're going, does she need meds? Is she having a seizure? She kid just grabbed her pants. Like, it's not always a big deal, yeah. but when they can't tell you, yeah. that gets really frustrating for both 
That would drive me nuts. Yeah, and then when we get upset, the kids can play off that. When I get upset, Colin cries. Why are you sad, Mom? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, those are hard moments when they're little like that. Well, and then I think when you're you're traveling too, and it's just it kind of compot. You know, you're out of your stacks up. You're out of your zone where you're out of your routine. And if you really have those routines, then you're like, oh. And then coming back, so we slept in the same bed every single night. So when we came back, we had a whole nother set of problems getting back into the routine. Does anyone with kids have that problem when they travel that it's supposed to be fun and great, and then you get to that location and the kid's like, not having it. It's not what I know. I need a vacation for my vacation. Yeah. Exactly. And you have to spend 40 minutes saying, it's a nice bed. These are good people. I hate it here. $1,400. Awesome. Yeah. What we do? Oh, actually, Come on up here. We have a mic just for, for people that want to share. We're all here to share. It's nice and embarrassing. Good. Yeah, right here. It's really nice. So on our way here, we stopped off at a gas station because we've been pounding energy drinks and it was bathroom time. Now, I'm used to the bathrooms that you go in there, it locks behind you, you don't have to lock it. Yeah. Well, I'm huh? mostly, you know, yeah. getting my stuff together, and the door flies open, and it's, I flashed somebody's toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and the mom was super embarrassed, and I told oh. her, I was like, you know, who hasn't tried the door? Like, it was my fault for not locking it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, now I have it to happens. live with, you know, flashing a three-year-old. <laughs> Biology. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm what... always afraid of that, too. You know, you kind of... And then also, I don't know, is this... This is a weird thing. I don't know. Are you naked around your kids? I mean... I am. No shame. <laughs> I, I mean... I, I don't have... I'm lucky I can get myself dressed most days. But to get three kids accomplished and then, like, find actually a collective outfit for this? Yeah, no. They, yeah. They're, there are moments. Well, yeah, I haven't taken a private crap since 1999. <laughs> so I don't think they're missing a whole hell of a lot. Frankly. And I'm trying, I'm trying to kind of keep that boundary of the bathroom. Sure. But then you see the little hands underneath the door. Mommy, mommy. mommy. And you're My like, girlfriend's daughter now is starting to sing, Do you want to build a snowman? Under the door when she's in the bathroom. I'm like, I love Maggie, but that would freak me out if I was in there. I'm so using that later. <laughs> Meaning you're going to do it or you're going to share the story, Scott? Guess you'll find out. We'll find out. Be afraid, Christy. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thanks, yeah. So, Eric, have you... Uh, have you established the bathroom as dad's domain? No, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Is you that know, your safe place? I try to, but stay at home dad? as much as I try, I don't always have complete control. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes I just have to make do with the situation at hand. Either, like, I'd like to be able to go into the bathroom just by myself every time, but sometimes, you know, Thaddeus, he's one. He needs yeah. attention uh, yeah. at times yeah. that I also need attention, so. <laughs> kids, your kids always realize they need to go when you have, when you have yeah. to go. Yeah. Hurry oh. up, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing we're working on now is trying to get my daughter to remember to close the bathroom when she goes, because she's seven now, and so she visits friends' houses, and she's going to school, and I, you know, if she, she's, gonna, she's got like a little seven-year-old boy who's a friend of hers, and when she goes over to her house, I'm worried she's just gonna leave the door open and be like, Hey, what are we doing next? Well, she's taking. <laughs> just like uh, my kids only want to use my bathroom, really? and we have four of them in the house. We've got a, we have three different floors. You go four full bathrooms. 
they're got lovely amenities in each one, but they only want to use mine. Where? And, uh, yeah. I don't know if the acoustics are good. I don't know what they like about it. My son gets in there and just belts into song. Ah, la, la, la. I'm like, can I have my bathroom back? I pay for this place. Why can't you just go foul someone? And you know he's coming out without his pants on. So you're just like, come on, man. Give me a break. There's never well, any toilet paper left. It's obnoxious. So I'm, I'm definitely the alpha uh, since I have three girls and a lovely wife, I think my testosterone level has increased just to offset. <laughs> so I am I am total alpha. And when my daughter, you know, it's time for dinner and we're upstairs in the bedroom and we have a, a, a master bathroom off the bedroom and I'll say, time for dinner, wash your hands. And uh, one of the kids will start going into the master bed. Not in there! You, that is ours! <laughs> so you really have to establish your territory by growling and hissing. <laughs> Setting traps, whatever works. Setting so traps. As the girls got older, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. One of the greatest pleasures, I have two great pleasures in my life as an adult father. Uh, having the kids be old enough so you're in the bathroom doing dad's business without dad what (laughs) nothing (laughs) I'm not there yet just needed to tell you that giraffes are cool (laughs) okay any bad you know they wanted to share something with you but it's just learn the appropriate time this is dad's time yep the other thing I do is uh, over lunch hour, I, I wander through Ace Hardware just to f- do it alone without children. It's like a spa day <laughs> to wander through a store with no one else around looking at tools. It's your own Japanese like garden. That's, it really is, yeah. man. You, you, you find moments. Run your hands through Zen the washers moment. and make yeah. that little design. So my advice to new parents is when they get, I mean, you don't want to crush their spirit like we did with our first one. <laughs> <laughs> but establish your territory early, and it's okay to have mom and dad things. Yeah. Like, don't look in that drawer. And <laughs> yes, I highly recommend locks. And have shared spaces where it's it's safe to commune. It's so interesting that you mentioned this because this is a realization that my husband and I just recently had. We just started um, whenever Mateo would go to sleep the whole house would shut down and we would retreat to our bedroom and it was like we locked ourselves away and we were like, wait, this is our house. <laughs> this is, you know, so we started kind of migrating back to the living room because it's like, because when I was a kid, there was only one TV and whatever my dad wanted to watch, we watched. So I got to learn to love MASH as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and guiding light and all these I mean the, the technology and the devices today it's amazing but it's like wait why am I not using my television in the living room so it's almost like I didn't even we didn't realize we were doing it until we kind of reflected on it and then started kind of trying to get back to normalcy yeah. but you, you understand that whole he's asleep oh, don't yeah. wake it up don't move ever but see, no one's saying anything <laughs> but, What happened on the plane told me a lot because he slept for almost three hours and I accidentally dropped the tray on his head. Just right there. And he didn't wake up. Nice. You need to buy a plane now. The announcers came over the intercom are like, okay, we're going to go to work, and didn't wake up. It's like. Has anyone, like, also ever changed a diaper and not woken them up? (laughs) 
Isn't that the oh, like you're the so best proud. thing ever? Like, yes. You're a ninja. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. When we first tried at dream feeding, I was so afraid. I was like, oh my god, this kid is going to wake up, and we're going to nope. And it just kind of worked. I'm like, oh my god, it worked. It worked. It worked. So if if you're not familiar with dream feeding. When you're trying to kind of get them to sleep longer, you can actually go in while they're sleeping and give them a bottle or breast and feed them a little bit longer, and it kind of takes them through. Um, and that was that was nerve wracking. So, but it works. <laughs> Not for everybody, but it works. <laughs> no, I get up and have a snack sometimes, and I go right back to bed. I have no problem with that. It's not just for babies anymore. <laughs> not just for babies anymore. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, All right, so we also do a segment on the show where we do solicit advice, where people write into the show. I mean, I have some questions here, but we also have a lot of people here. If you'd like to ask any of these wonderful parents of their experience... Don't ask me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not qualified to answer, but I'll make something up, so feel free. We don't have all the answers, but I am always curious to hear people's um, thoughts and perspectives. Or if you have a game, I know there's a game room. I'm curious if anybody's been up to the game room. I, I know Dan, Dan right there, the board game man, who does yeah. the segment at the end of the show. Um, he always has an awesome board game for us that him, Janice, and Lauren do for us. Um, and they're doing uh, kid games uh, in the mornings. So that's always awesome. So if you have a recommendation, we love it. If you want to come up to Mike, it's not... We're, we won't bite, so <laughs> feel free to come up. Come, come on, on, Kathy. Cheesy G, Yay. ladies and gentlemen. Hello. This, this podcasting thing is weird, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so unfamiliar to me. And, and you have a, a son, right? Uh, yes, actually, I have a nine-year-old son, uh, Jaden, the Jaden monster. Yeah. So, uh, yes, he's a great ham sandwich. Uh, <laughs> And so I, I noticed that actually uh, from a few years ago when I, the first year I coached soccer and I haven't done it since then because I'm smart, <laughs> that I would talk to other parents and they'd be confused. Why are you going out of town without your son? I don't care if it's for business or other stuff. How could you be away from your child for more than a day? Oh, the judgment. How do you do that? Oh, yeah. Or I'd be talking to the dads who are also geeks but not the moms and all that. So what's your favorite way They've come across maybe talking to someone who uh, doesn't quite understand the joy of having solitude. Um, (laughs) I just say I'm an introvert. No. (laughs) I just say, hey, bro, you do you. I'll do me. (laughs) I'll do me. You do you. Have you ever had any any kind of... Uh, Thankfully, no one's really gotten up and about... uh, Most people I've talked to about it have been, you know, people such as yourselves. And they all go, oh, yeah, we get it. Um, so I think well, I haven't run into it much. If I had, I'd probably just try to explain it or say, whatever, uh, you'll never understand. <laughs> I don't get out without my kids a lot, so yeah, I've usually got one the, of them on the me. Thing. At the same time, when I do get out, people go, oh, my God, what, where are your children? <laughs> They're with my husband of 15 like, years. Oh, he can handle I it. I forgot them somewhere. Oh, God. No, I, you know, and I think... A lot of people, at least associated with the Frog Pants Network, know that Eden went through, she was in a coma over Christmas, and there was a lot of really scary medical stuff going on with her. Um, And I took every opportunity I could to get out of the ICU, because if you spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. there, you will lose your damn mind in a children's ICU, and because you just get sad for everybody. Not just yourself, but you're like, oh, this all sucks, and it's just sad. Christmas Day, Santa, just, you don't want to go there. So... When I get a chance to get out and get away from them, they say, well, how do you, you, know, how do, you do it? You've got the two, you know, the typical kids. You've got to keep them kind of doing their thing. And it's just like you would with any kid. You yeah. let them do their stuff. 
and understand that I'm a better person when I come back to them a little refreshed. They need that. And they, they're understanding that sometimes mom needs grown-up time. And it's not against them, and it's not not wanting to be with them, but sometimes I just need to do something for myself. I experienced it a lot when I was traveling for work. Yeah. So it would be like, oh, you're away. It was, it was more a sympathy kind of thing. Oh, Are you holding are, up okay? Yeah, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm actually pretty great. <laughs> Should I feel guilty about that? And, and I think we just have this sense of guilt that always just kind of comes down on us. And I almost feel like we need to give ourselves a break. Yeah. And yeah. I was okay with always, but I was yeah. getting from other parents. Yeah. Are you sure that's okay for him to for you to be away? Yeah. It's just well, so I weird. know my child better than you do, so I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's I'm, up with all the third? There's party a lot of third party yeah. judgment, tons yes. of it. I'm sure all of you have experienced it, no matter what you're doing. It takes you're a holding the baby wrong in the sling. You're doing this wrong. How could you be doing that? I had an elderly person walk up to me when Eden was in a wheelchair. She's too big to be in a stroller. I said, "Well, cerebral palsy. You know that happens." And she, like, she, what, like, what do you say right then? I understand I'm a little scary. I, I get it. And I'm not easily intimidated by most people, but I figure kind of what I'm sure a lot of you do. This is the way I'm raising my family, and it works for us. And mm-hmm. if your kids are alive and happy and well and with you, then you're doing something right. Mm-hmm. And that's all that anybody should be really concerned about. Exactly. It's it hard to draw that line, though. Some, some advice you really want to take. You mm-hmm. just don't know it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then there's later. the other advice that's just total crap, yeah. and you need to just... <laughs> It's tree hugger. Hey, you know, the kid should be drinking soy milk. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> so since this is the first time you've been on the show, what's been the wor- worst piece of advice you've received and the best piece of advice you've received? Hmm. That's kind of a... I don't know. I reject it all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really listen. Um, my wife uh, probably keeps some sort of documentation of advice that uh, I've not paid attention to. I think it's uh, mostly advice from my wife, actually. That uh, I'm not. That I need to pay more attention to. Oh my God! This this uh, this parachute's really a knapsack. <laughs> How do I get out of this? <laughs> I won't lie. I love you know. I love my husband to death, and we have a great family. I'm going to be honest. I left him PowerPoint slides before I left. I did. I have PowerPoint slides on his computer because I know he's going to be playing Hearthstone for a good bit of the time. The children are eating garbage, but I knew if I had to leave something about the schedule to which Eden gets her meds and what kids need what or how much Benadryl to give one when he goes outside and gets into a bush and blows up in a big hive, I said the only way he's going to see it, know him well enough to know it's got to be on his laptop. There you go. So I did some PowerPoint. Now some people say, he needs PowerPoint? What kind of a father is he? He's a guy who likes to play on his computer, and I know how he works. That's how that is. It's got nothing to do with his parenting. It's just knowing that that's the best way for him to get that information. So yeah. it doesn't maybe come across well when you say, I have to when leave my son. To yeah, yeah, when yeah. you tell somebody. But it's just a matter of that's just the best way for him to, to I know he'll go there to find yeah. the answers yeah. that he needs. Yeah. If, done a Prezi, that would have been if I had done the, yeah, the animated presentation, yeah, <laughs> that would have been a little over the top. Do you have a question? Uh, yeah. So... We have three kids. They're all here. One of them is sleeping miraculously. Um, Yay! One is almost five. One, yeah. One turned two yesterday. Some of you sang happy birthday to him. Thank you, Cleo. And uh, the other is six months. Um, Wait a minute. Is that four or three? That's three. Okay, that was... Five, (laughs) two, and six months. Okay, yeah. Um, And I think the, the challenge that we deal with the most is in public spaces, one, you go in like a secret agent looking for all of the exits. Yes. Right. How do you deal with just 
public meltdowns where you don't have an easy way out and you don't have an easy way of resolving the situation? So, like I said, the the meltdowns I was experiencing in the airport, everybody's just looking at me. I'm like, oh, my God, i got to get out of here. And that family bathroom really saved me because he had two meltdowns that day because he wanted to get on two different planes. Um, but what I, I, I don't know if you've ever checked out that one, two, three magic DVD that we talked about. I started, that honestly helped me. I don't follow it to a T right now because he's two. Because that's the other thing. Mateo's two, so we're getting into territory that's new. And like I've had, I had relatives saying, well, he shouldn't hit you. I'm like, well, I know, but, and we're dealing with that, but again, two. <laughs> so, or he won't sit there for longer than 10 minutes. Two. So, um, I don't know. For me, it, the one, two, three magic thing where I'm, I'm consistent and I follow through. And I have to make sure that I don't give him something that I don't want to do. So it's like, if you act up one more time, then I'm taking away whatever that's actually I don't want to take away or something like that. That's so my kind of making it realis- realistic. So however, anyway. I tend to play the long game. I It works for us because I've got two different types of crises that I deal with. I've got Eden who can't communicate, but we'll have a seizure in public or a like a kind of a meltdown that she has when she just can't express herself and she gets really frustrated and gets a little, she has no volume control and she's 12 so <laughs> that can get a little frightening and I have a four year old who's really good at being four so there's two different things that I deal with and for us we just kind of play the long game and don't plan to be places where we know we can't get out and it's yeah. more for the kids benefit than ours and, and there's part of us that sits back and go we do what we want why should we should be able to go there but we understand that in bringing them we have an obligation as part of a community to be fair to the people that we're with as mm-hmm. well as our kids understand that they're going to have moments where that like for particularly for Eden where she can't control herself and I don't want to make her any more of the center of attention than she can be I still get stared at a lot mm-hmm. um, and there are I usually just kind of go people don't uh, they don't react well to what they don't understand. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear with regard to a kid her age in a wheelchair. Um, oh, my God, what's wrong with her? I'm just like, she's she's just a typical kid. You just yeah. talk to her. And when she has moments where she can't help herself or if Colin has one of those moments, we always, my husband and I, just silently, one of us gets up and mm-hmm. gets in a place where at least we can get them alone and get their attention one-on-one. And I think for the most part, the people... The one-on-one thing. The one-on-one thing is big. Yeah. Getting down to their level and just saying... I understand you're in a place where this isn't good for you right now. And we're going to go do something else pretty soon. But right now, we've got to do this. And I need, I need you to help me. Yeah. And I think for the most part, even little kids kind of get a kick out of being able to help their parents. Yeah. And they, they can calm down. But I understand that embarrassment factor that's there. And I, it doesn't sound right when I say it. But with Eden, it's hard. Because my gut reaction is, don't pity my kid. Don't feel bad for yeah. her. This is, this is just her life. We live with this. But there's part of me that's just like, don't look at her. It's got nothing to do with you. This is just who she is, and how she can't doesn't have a choice. She's not melting down because she wants to irritate you. It's just what she does. Um, and we just try to get out the best we can. But it's you're right. It's a tough situation when you're in a place where you just can't walk away, and you just hope that on the mercy of other people that they yeah. understand that they're just kids and they might have acted like that too at some point. How Finding a corner oh, is well, always good too. Yeah. Like Colette just was, a, you know. Yeah, when Colette was like three and four, and she was more prone to having meltdowns and stuff, we would just do what you do. We would just if we if there was a place where we thought we might not be able to escape with a freaking out child, we're just like eh, maybe we'll abstain this time. We just yeah. not go because we didn't want to deal with that. And when they she did have meltdowns, we just took her out and let her calm have down. Have alone time. Yeah, yeah. Cool I find that works 
the best too. Yeah. We went to Peter Piper Pizza, which is a chain in Arizona, <laughs> which is like loud noises and ching chang ching, and he's like overstimulated. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, buddy, we're gonna go in this corner over here for just a little while, and we're just gonna have a couple minutes. And then it, it was surprising how much that helped, just kind of taking away from from a situation and kind of hanging out, out in the bathroom is a good yeah. moment for that. It's a little awkward when people it, walk it, in. Kid, I find kids are the canary in the mine shaft. You know, if they're getting a little freaked out, check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Your tension might be a little high, too. Yeah. So, uh, but sometimes you don't have a choice. You're going shopping. You can't leave the kids home. Both mom and dad are, and the three kids are going to go to the Kmart or whatever. And uh, one of the kids just isn't into it. And does the, the floor flop and the screaming and the kicking and the whatever. First of all, um, they're part of it's on purpose because they're communicating to you that this sucks and they want no part of it and they resent you for taking them there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I get it. I'm not going to get down there and say, we're leaving. We're, we just stand our ground and say, look, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, without the, the safety, the physical safety of the kid is number one. Um, I normally grab them by one arm <laughs> and lift them without... Uh, dislocating their shoulder and get them in a standing position and I will get them walking in the direction that we're going and say, look, no matter what you're doing, it's not going to end this misery that you're in. We're all in it together. <laughs> we're all, we're all we're going to the housewares section. Let's go. Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, but in the, in the unlikely event that that doesn't at least get it, I don't care if they're crying or walking, doing the trail of tears. What do I care? We're going to get this job done. But, yeah, if you need to take them quietly into the changing room and get down on their yeah. level and say, I'll give you ice cream if you just <laughs> shut up. Bribery is an excellent alternative. Yeah. Yeah. We're not perfect parents. Yeah. Right. Bribery often doesn't work with ours. He'll say, I don't want it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, then. Just have me be it angry at you. How's that working out? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. It doesn't always work for us. As, you know, sometimes Nothing's it perfect. does, but yeah. sometimes yeah. they're just Trial like, error, nah. Mm-mm. Colin's a martyr, so. You can do better. He'll say, I'll say, do it. Look, you know what? We have to get the, well, like, down the particularly like if we're in Walmart, we have to buy toilet paper. No option. We're going to go, we're going to get this done, we're going to leave. <sighs> I don't love this. It's not my favorite thing. And you're just like, look, I, I don't care. How's that? I, I don't love it either. I, you know, and just kind of say, look, I'm, I'm pretty as unhappy as you are. I just don't want to have to haul your 35-pound butt through the store. Let's just get out of here together in one piece. And if you want to be angry in the car, fantastic. But come on, let's go and get together. And he usually gets on board. Because at know, that point, it becomes a game to get out of the store I was as fast say, as you can. I started just recently turning things that Mateo doesn't want to do, like taking a bath, into a game. So I'll say, buddy, let's take a bath in 20 seconds. Mommy's going to count, and I count very slow. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get to 20, and you'll be done. And he's like, okay. And that's how, I mean, that's how I've been doing our bath for the last two weeks. Is, mm. And the funny thing is, once he gets in there, he forgets that he didn't want to do it. And then he starts playing, and I'm like, one, two. <laughs> and then I just stop counting, and then he's like, count i'm like oh three four (laughs) so the counting thing works and they i've even uh i i've been meaning to get a timer as well so to try to get him to start picking up his toys so we're going to turn it into a game okay i'm going to put 
I mean, five minutes on the clock. Can you put all the toys in before it gets to the end and it dings? And so I find that he loves those types of little games. So even though he might be starting to melt down, I kind of redirect him and try to make it fun in, in a weird kind of way. Disclaimer, don't give them iPads when they're in the bathtub. <laughs> No, Just no, covering no, our no, body. No. Sorry. Don't do that. I, I like to say the same thing as in the airport when your kid's melting down and you're thinking all the parents and stuff are, are giving you the stink eye. Yeah. They're just glad it's not them. Yeah. So when your kid melts down in the grocery store, you have a lot of people just feeling for you, man. Yeah. Uh, this year and last year we drove uh, 21 plus hours Ooh. with the three kids strapped in the back. To here? To here. Oh, my from goodness. Southwest Missouri. And uh, we've learned drive at night and drive fast. (laughs) Drive at night and break the law. There you go. There you go. You you, you don't want them to know Nebraska exists. You know, I've I've heard about the driving at night. Do you guys take, you shift as you're driving? Uh, Usually we have to leave after we've worked all day, so we're tired. So generally one of us will drive just as long as we physically can and Mm -hmm. we switch. And that just goes, and those time periods get shorter and shorter until you're switching off every hour. Mm-hmm. But you do what you got to do because, you know, you don't have a lot of time to just stop on the side of the road. Or, you know, if you're not planning on checking into a motel and sleeping for a night, right. you know, we do it in one go. And uh, it's just uh, a madhouse. You're my hero. But um, we don't fly with three kids. No. Yeah. That, never. That would be rough. Yeah. Be hard. Yeah. There's some apps out there, too. Um, I was in Missouri hunting for parks I was like I, I need to find a park where's a park where's a park <laughs> and I found a couple apps but none of them had because it's all user populated like people are supposed to be submitting the parks and nobody's submitting the parks I'm like this is a very useless app <laughs> um, but I ended up finding a bunch of parks just from Google Maps and uh, parks are your friend when you're on road tra- trips with kids <laughs> my kids in particular I, when we stopped at things like parks when we drove out to Massachusetts from Kansas City. If we stopped somewhere, it was harder to get them back in the car. Yeah. We're free! We're in the middle of Ohio. We are nothing well, like close to free. <laughs> we need to get somewhere now. And then it was harder to get them back in the car, and then they got mad when we got them mm. in the car. So that's why I was a big fan of powering down the drinks and just, we're going to be there in 18 hours. Yay! And just drive. I mean, did you find that if you would say, okay, we're going to stop for this amount of time, did that not work? They just um, kind of forgot... Yeah, I yeah. think for Sarah, because Sarah was really the only one who really, I mean, get out, put Eden on a blanket, let her stretch, Colin was an infant. Um, for Sarah, it was get out, and she was kind of, then it became, I'm on vacation, I'm in a new place, and uh, she got all excited about seeing somewhere new, and then getting her back in the car was like, oh, uh, now we have to go to grandma's house, you know, <laughs> don't tell her you feel that way, you know, that type of thing, but she, once she got back in, that's the time to pull out the new stuff. Look, got a brand yeah. new thing. Next trip. So I, I think once you kind of explained that we were just taking a break for a little while, we're going to get a sandwich and a drink and use the bathroom. She understood it, but I think there was just disappointment yeah. that we weren't I'm there. not there yet. Yeah. You know, and getting yeah. back in was hard. Coming up here. Thanks for your Thanks question. Thanks for your question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Chris. So, Scott, I'm the father of two girls. Yes, one's sir. One's nine, one's five. I am terrified of puberty. Any advice? <laughs> Um, so last year I bought a gun. <laughs> it's really a showpiece. I haven't actually fired it, but I've uh, I've uh, licensed up. I'm I'm just collecting licenses that and certificates right. that I can display. On the I told you that. You told you have me. The license you have Utah. for Utah. Uh, I do have a uh, Utah concealed carry, uh, as well as a Illinois firearms identification card. 
and uh, I'll probably get the Illinois concealed carry. I'm terrified. Do you have a that comes with a certificate that I can frame and put on the wall. <laughs> um, to the young man, whoever. Well, you know, I, it's nice to have something to talk about. With yeah, the, with yeah. the young men that come over. Um, as you can tell, I'm I'm a pretty fanciful and free-spirited kind of guy, nice <laughs> and easy to talk to. <laughs> so, uh, what do you know about growing up and who you were when you were 13 and how much you changed from 12 to 18? You didn't. You were the person at 18 who you were when you were 12. You just were bigger and had more secondary sexual characteristics and traits. Um, so, I don't know. If they, your oldest is nine? All right, you got a couple more years to just instill some self-confidence and some independence and uh, uh, essentially teach them that no man is good enough for them yep. and uh, that uh, they will only meet the right one in college. <laughs> that all the other boys are losers because I sure was. And uh, no matter what her heart tells her, uh, her heart is lying to her. <laughs> this is good I think there comes a point when girls hit about 12 or 13 that they... They, I hate to break it to you guys. They think boys are dumb. God, they're stupid. They don't boys want to do dumb. anything. And I'm really yeah. glad that my daughter's 14. She'll be 15 but in the fall, my oldest. College boys. College boys. That's the other a hands. different story. They've got earning potential. We like them. Um, That's Sarah a nice thinks, car you have. Yeah. Sarah's, thinks, Sarah's going to be 15 in the fall, and she thinks that guys her age right now, what they're good for is beating in Call of Duty because she loves the fact that then she reveals that she's a female and they get angry. She loves mm-hmm. that. Um, she likes Minecraft, so she has some things in common with kids, her own, guys her own age, and she likes kicking their butt in sports. So that, for her, is a big thing. She's really not interested in the whole dating scene, because right now, at this age, they don't have a whole lot in common. They go out. I remember being, yeah. like, 13, 14, and the term was going out. We're going out. <laughs> We're going what out. does that mean? And my dad would go, where are you going? Yeah. You can't go anywhere without an adult Walk driving the you. Hall. Yeah, I, she, she likes... She likes, she thinks guys are cute a lot um, and big fan of boy bands. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of August in Las Vegas last year seeing One Direction. Awesome. Um, yeah, first trip to Vegas, taking my kid to a concert. Awesome. Um, but I don't think that there's, I know your wife and I know that girls raised with girls that have self-confidence and about who they are and that they're important on their own and they don't need a man to define them is what makes all the difference in the world. Sarah has no qualms about who she is. Um, people always ask, you know, oh, with a disabled sister and a younger brother, is she just like mom all the time? I said, not always, you know, and she doesn't feel bad for her sister. She's like, look, I have some eczema and she's got CP, whatever, that's my thing. I mean, she's, and I think kids who just kind of have that confidence in themselves, they're starting to figure out what they like. Um, and let them have their interest in that. Like, get really excited. Sarah gets super excited about volleyball, for instance. Be excited about volleyball. Forget the guys you play with. They'll, they'll come into their own. One of the like. best things my mom said to me as I was growing up, and it just stuck with me for my entire life, was you can't take care of somebody else until you can take care of yourself. And that was something that just stuck in my head, stayed with me, and I was like, okay, I need a job, I need a... <laughs> so it was like one of my driving forces as I went through my life and went through ups and downs with boys and all of that. But I just remember that one thing. And... Because I'm a fixer. <laughs> I like to, you know, especially when you're young and 
in the teens, you're like, oh, the bad boys, and oh, I can fix you, and oh, no. So, but you didn't learn that until it was too late. Yeah. Well, I wasn't too late. I, mean, I don't. I don't actually know. Yeah. I'm just generalizing about all. Women. You know, when I was young, I mean, I went through my my own. It's a real safe thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'd get in any trouble. But that was that was what kind of propelled me through my heartbreaks and things like that. It was you know creating that confidence and. Yeah. sense of worth. But, if you don't know who you are in girls that age, it's a struggle. Yeah. I, the only reason we exist in this, uh, in this plentiful number on this face of the earth is that teenagers are stupid <laughs> and they hook up for little or no reason at all except this feeling they have that they call love. And they get really irrational when two of them that has chemistry get together. And that's what, I'm looking at you, and we're seeing each other soul to soul here, brother. Um, that's what we're concerned about. Yeah. And uh, Scott Johnson, I learned a lot just by listening to Scott Johnson oh, yeah. talk about raising his kids and uh, this uh, the sense of safety. You know, I'm I'm a terribly stern parent, um, sometimes a jerk. But the one thing my kids know is that if they bring a problem to me, I will help them solve it. And there's very little judgment when, unless it's terribly stupid and inconsequential. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's important. I will take it to heart, and we will fix it together. Um, and that, it's that safety. And you don't necessarily have to be available all the time. You can be a working slob and not be around a lot. But as long as those moments are with your kids are quality, and at each moment you have, you, you teach them that this is the safe place, and they're going to go off and make choices. Hopefully they've learned some life skills between the ages of zero and nine that they'll use in their teenage years. Um, and I just got my fingers crossed, man. I'm with you. Yeah. Awesome advice. I, I, I too kind of look to Scott. Um, he seems to got. He seems to have it kind of figured out, doesn't he? He's got that perfect. Uh, I, I, so perfect that there must be something. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> his his family is in in the house, and uh, uh, I'm uh, looking at them. Perfect. It's really Kim, isn't it? <laughs> That's secret. just the showpiece in the it's front. All, That's what I thought. It's totally good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's the end of our time. Thank you oh. so much, Thanks, everyone, guys. for coming out and hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. To yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Scott, for hanging out. Thank you. And uh, enjoy the rest of uh, Nerdtacular. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Oh, that was fun. We need some outro music. <laughs> 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 <laughs>